Hi, and welcome to the Oikos Family Podcast. I'm Sonia Wood, and this is Season 3, Episode 8. In today's podcast, I'm going to be leaving with you the next section of the Abundant Life audiobook. This part in Abundant Life is a little bit longer than the previous, so I'm not going to chat too much because I'd rather just leave you to listen to this next section in Abundant Life audiobook because the story might be relatable to somebody, to yourself or to somebody you know with regard to what do we feed our children, how do we help children with difficulties and so on. So again, I I have mentioned in previous podcasts that it might seem that this series that I'm putting through here, the Abundant Life series with regard to um, my journey through cancer, might appear to not have anything to do with the learning lifestyle, but it has a lot to do with it. So that is why I'm sharing it here with you. And also, you know what, actually, I narrated the Abundant Life book. In fact, I wrote the book and then I narrated it. But this particular story um, about Bobby's victory, when I was listening to it to select a piece for you to put in this um, podcast, I actually cringed because I thought, oh, no, I must get somebody else to narrate that for me because of the fact that I just wasn't very impressed with the audio recording of that uh, piece. But the content, I hope, will be something helpful to you, something useful to you for your own family. So without any further ado, let me leave you with this next section in the Abundant Life audiobook. I do hope you'll find it helpful. Thanks for listening. Bye. Part 7. Bobby's Victory I told my little boy this story to help him understand how he can help others. James came running inside very excitedly while calling out, Mummy, Mummy, we have new neighbours and there's a boy whose name is Bobby and he's the same age as me. That is wonderful, James. I hope you're going to be good friends, said James's mom. A few days later, James brought Bobby into the kitchen. This is Bobby, Mum. He is our new neighbour and I know he does not look the same age as me, but that is because he told me he is sick and so he's much smaller than he should be. I'm pleased to meet you, Bobby. Would you like to have a snack with James? Yes, please, James's mum. I would like something to eat. I'm very hungry. James's mum then invited Bobby and James to play in the garden and told them she would get a picnic ready for them and they could have it under the shade of the big oak tree. Off ran Bobby, with James following. After about 20 minutes, James comes in to ask if the picnic is ready, because he was very tired of playing the games that Bobby wanted to play, and he wanted to sit down under the tree and have the picnic now. James's mom asked, But why are you tired so soon, James? Are you not having fun with Bobby? No, not really. Bobby doesn't like to finish any game we start, He says he gets bored just after a few minutes and then he wants to play a new game and he's jumping all over the place making so much noise. My brain is tired now. James's mom took note of what she heard from her son and quickly completed getting the picnic basket together. After spreading the blanket on the ground, she called the boys to come and enjoy their picnic. 
Bobby came running and knocked into the picnic basket and sent everything flying across the blanket. James shouted, Bobby, now look what you've done. Bobby looked sad and sat down quietly. James felt sorry for the way he had shouted at Bobby, so he said, I didn't mean to make you sad, Bobby. It's just that I don't like it when you rush everywhere. Bobby replied, I cannot help it, James. My body does not like me to sit still, and it just wants to rush all the time. My mom and my teachers call me the ADHD kid. James looked confused as he did not understand what Bobby had just said, so he simply offered Bobby some grapes in the hopes that this would make him feel better. Bobby refused them. James offered Bobby an apple, but again Bobby refused. James offered Bobby a muffin, but Bobby said, What are those things inside the muffin? James told him they were raisins, so Bobby refused the muffin too because he told James that he does not know what raisins are, so he doesn't like them. Try my favourite picnic snack then, offered James, handing Bobby a piece of celery with peanut butter spread and a row of raisins placed across the top. This is called ants on a log. It's so tasty, said James. It has got those raisin things on it, and it's green. Green stuff. I don't like green stuff, Bobby said. Very soon, James realised that there was nothing in the picnic that Bobby would like to eat, so he asked him, Bobby, what do you have in your picnics? Bobby replied, I've never had a picnic before, and I've never had any of these things that you eat here. So what do you eat for snacks and lunch then? asked James. I have a hamburger and chips or pizza. And what else do you have? Nothing else, other than a Coke or cream soda. But what about fruit? asks James. My mum never buys fruits. I've seen it sometimes when we go to the shops, but my mum does not take me to the shops so often. The children in school sometimes bring fruit and they say it's horrible. But their moms make them eat it and they always try to swap their fruit for my hamburger. But I don't swap because I don't like fruit. So James asks Bobby, which fruit do you not like? All fruit, said Bobby. But why do you not like all fruit? Did you taste it all? No, I never tasted it. But everyone at school says it's horrible and they hate it. So I don't want to taste something horrible. What do you eat for supper? asked James. We have whatever my mom brings back from work. She works all day and then buys something on her way home. A hamburger or pizza or something, I told you. Like also those dinners in the silver boxes with cardboard tops, said Bobby. Does your mom not cook your supper? asked James. No, she hates cooking, replied Bobby in a matter-of-fact tone. Finding the conversation about food a bit disturbing, James asked Bobby, What do you do when you get home from school, Bobby? I watch TV, and then when my mom gets home, she always gets mad with me because I forgot to do my homework. Then she tries to do my homework with me, but she says she does not know what the teachers are trying to say. My mom doesn't really understand my homework, so I have to do it by myself, and it takes so long, and I never finish it, and I get in trouble at school. But if you never finish... Does that mean you get in trouble every day? What trouble do you get into? Yes, I get in trouble every day, which sometimes means I have to stay behind after school. But I don't mind that, because the teacher's there to help me with my homework, and then I walk home later, and so I don't have to wait so long on my own for my mom to come home. Other times the teacher gives me punishment. I hate that. 
Do you have brothers and sisters? asked James, wanting to change the subject yet again because he could tell that Bobby was getting angry. No, I don't want to talk anymore. Let's go play, said Bobby. With that, Bobby jumped up and ran to the bicycle, which he attempted to ride, but he kept falling over because it was too big for him. He became so angry with this that he kicked the bike and then threw a stone at it. He told James that he does not like playing at his house and he ran home. James's mom had watched the picnic and heard all that had been said and so she knew that little Bobby needed a lot of help. James came sadly into the house and said, Mom, I don't think I want Bobby to come play. I thought I had a new friend when I saw him move in next door and now I don't have a new friend anymore. James, come here and sit with me. I have something to tell you, said his mom. Now, you know you told me that Bobby was small because he has been sick. Well, I think that we can help Bobby. You know how you have brittle bones and how you're feeling better now and how when you used to eat cereal in the mornings, you could not be still when you were doing our Bible study. Do you remember, James, how I used to allow you to play with your Lego while we did Bible study because you found it so difficult to sit still and be quiet? Yes, Mom, I remember that. I also remember how one day my brain did not feel so tired and so busy all at the same time, like it always used to. That is right, James. And do you remember when your brain stopped feeling so busy all the time and you told me it felt so good to have a quiet brain? Yes, Mum. That happened only about two weeks after you stopped allowing me to eat that nice cereal for breakfast. You said that the cereal had lots of sugar and bad chemicals in it, which then made my brain busy quickly and that it was also what made my brain suddenly tired. You told me it was because my body was having a shock of so much sugar and that it would race and then suddenly crash, like a runner who sprints and then is very tired after his sprint. That's right, James. Now you heard what Bobby has to eat. Do you think that is helping him to get better? And do you think it is helping him to learn well at school? Definitely not. He probably has trouble with his homework because his brain is maybe too tired by the afternoon, especially if he drinks sodas and eats hamburgers. Oh, shame, Mom. He gets in trouble for that and he can't even help it. Well, do you think you could help him, James? Do you think you could be his friend, even if it may be difficult for a time, if you knew that you were helping him and that maybe he could even get better from the sickness which is causing him not to grow? I don't know, Mum. I don't like playing with him. He's not really nice. Yes, I understand that it may be difficult to be a good and kind friend to him right now. But you said yourself that you believe we could help him, especially as he does not seem to be able to help himself. James sat quietly and thought for a moment and said, Well, I don't think he would like to know that people don't like playing with him because he's horrible. So what if you and I do our best and invite Bobby here in the afternoon so he does not sit and watch TV all afternoon while he waits for his mom? Then you can tell him about your brittle bones and how you could never run around without breaking a bone and now how much stronger your bones are. You could even tell him about how much you enjoyed learning about the huge variety of food that you're now eating. Perhaps if he knows you had brittle bones, he may also think about playing games more carefully. Okay, Mum. I think I can try help, because I know how much it helped when Linda was a friend for us and came here every day to help you to get better. Then, because she helped you, you could help me get better. 
and you could teach me about how to eat good, healthy foods to make my bones stronger. But mum, I hope that Bobby wants us to help him. That is a very good point you make, James, because if someone does not want help, it does make it more difficult to support them. So we must pray and ask the Lord to show us how to best help Bobby. He will show us and he will help us. After James and his mom spent time in prayer and asking God how to help Bobby, they felt the best way to start was with being kind and loving towards him and to help him know when his behavior was not good for him or for others. They also asked Bobby to come over to bake with them so that he could perhaps learn to taste the food that they baked. It was not long before he was enjoying biscuits and then rusks with raisins in them, which he had helped bake. Very soon, Bobby was making bread all of his own and he enjoyed that too. While James and Bobby spent time in the kitchen, James told Bobby about his bones and how they used to break because the cells in his body were not built strong enough to protect him. He told Bobby about his sister, Missy, that did not make enough antibodies, which are cells which help fight the germs when germs come into the body. James explained everything to Bobby, and Bobby was so interested he kept on asking questions. James told him that his family now understood that when we have food with bad chemicals and not much nutrition, then we are not building strong cells to help fight and win when the body gets attacked by the baddies. But when we eat good, nutritious food, that is, food that is full of all the natural goodness which God made for us, then our bodies are strong and ready for any attack. Bobby found all that he was learning from James so exciting that they began to play games about the war which goes on inside the body when germs or bad chemicals come in to try and invade, break down and take over the good cells. James began to enjoy playing with Bobby and noticed that because Bobby was so interested in all he was learning, he seemed to not want to jump from one game to the next, and he never once said that he was bored of what they were playing. All the time they were playing, James helped Bobby understand how important it was that we do everything that we can to help our good selves be ready to win every battle they may face. After one of the afternoons of play, James told his mum that he does not know why Bobby struggles to do his schoolwork because he thinks he is a very clever boy and he does not like it when Bobby calls himself that ADHD kid. It doesn't sound good. James asked his mom to tell him what that meant and why Bobby hates it so much. James's mom explained to him that it might be that Bobby was taking medication for what is called ADHD and that could also be what is causing Bobby to have health problems. She explained to James that sometimes when a child does not learn as they are expected to, and as they seem to have problems in, with managing their schoolwork, then they can be diagnosed with ADHD. James was very upset about this and insisted that Bobby was a very clever boy and he should not have any problems with his schoolwork. James was confused. So James and his mom decided the best thing to do about this concern was to pray for Bobby and for his mom. It was not long until Bobby's mom became curious about the neighbours who seemed to be giving her son some good ideas for the kitchen. Bobby had begun to bake at home on the afternoons he could not visit with James. When his mom came home from work, he had freshly baked bread ready and waiting for her to enjoy. He had also begun to take his own baked bread to school. He was making his own sandwiches, which James's mom had taught him to do. So now he was not eating hamburgers and chips every day. Then one day, Bobby brought his mom to meet his friend James and James's mom. The moms both had tea while James and Bobby played. 
Bobby's mom noticed how calmly and quietly Bobby was playing with James and asked James's mom if perhaps James had taught Bobby how to play quietly. This developed into a long discussion on how diet, nutrition and a better, healthier lifestyle help in so many ways and also how a poor diet and bad lifestyle often can result in many unnecessary adversities. Bobby's mom really enjoyed her tea visit and asked if they could come again to learn more about this healthier way of life. James was so delighted to see his friend Bobby start to grow, and also that he had learned to play nicely and enjoy all the food his mom gave them at picnics, especially the ants on the log. James then suggested to his mom that she write a story about Bobby, just in case there are other boys like Bobby who may need help. James's mom began to write the story when one day Bobby arrived and asked what she was doing. When she told him she was writing a story which was about how he used to only eat hamburgers and fast foods and how he now loves to eat fruit and vegetables, Bobby said, Really? Are you writing about me? Then you must come and see what my mom and I are doing at my home. Bobby grabbed James's mom's hand and led her to his back garden where he showed her their new vegetable garden. He was so very proud of their garden because they had just had their first meal from it, which was fresh lettuce, some peppers and tomatoes. Bobby's mom saw them in the garden and came out to tell them some good news. Bobby, I have just spoken to the school, and they say they think it would be best if you stayed at home with me and did home education like James does. Your teacher says that because you have had so much illness and difficulty with learning, she feels it would be best, if I am able, to keep you at home and allow you to learn at your own pace so that you do not have to struggle so much with your learning. So I've given it much thought, and I even asked the Lord to help me, which is not something I'm used to doing. But I felt such a flood of peace after I prayed about it, that I think it would be the best thing for both of us. Bobby ran into his mother's arms. The tears began to flow down his cheeks. Oh dear, Bobby, whatever is the matter? I really thought you'd be so pleased about this. How many times have you told me how you would love to stay at home and learn as James does? Through his uncontrolled tears, Bobby said, But, Mom, I am pleased. I don't know why I'm crying. It's just that I never thought you would be able to stay at home and teach me. I thought you loved the people at work more than me. Because you're always with them and you always talk about them all the time and I thought you didn't want to be with me. On hearing this, Bobby's mom too began to weep. Oh, my poor dear boy, if only you knew how much I love you and how much more I love you than anyone else I know. I only ever spoke about the people at work all the time because I spent all day with them. But now I can stay at home and spend all day with you, Bobby. Bobby did not think about how it was going to be possible for his mom to provide for them if she was no longer going to work. Instead, he grabbed her by the hand and took her into the vegetable garden to show her the potato plants that were starting to come up. Now we can look after our vegetable garden together, Mum, every day instead of just on weekends. James's mum stood by and watched this beautiful scene play out before her eyes, which were also misted up with tears, and all she could do was give thanks to the one who made this all possible. She silently and earnestly praised him and thanked him for rescuing this precious family from what could have been so much more harm. Very soon thereafter, Bobby's mom came again for tea with James's mom, and they talked about how to get started with home education, how to continue on the health walk, and also how Bobby's mom was going to work from home to earn the necessary income they needed. 
Mostly they spoke of how that since Bobby and his mom had given their lives to the Lord and begun to depend on him for their gardens and needs, they were blessed beyond measure. Bobby's mom shared how God had inspired her to be bold and trust him as she stepped out in faith while she worked from home and did home education with Bobby. A few months passed before James and his mom heard for the first time how seriously ill Bobby had actually been. Bobby and his mom had been told there was no cure for the illness he had, and now, since their change of lifestyle, he was off all medication and getting stronger and healthier every day. Furthermore, all Bobby's learning struggles seemed to disappear within a few months of his mom teaching him step by step at home. He had been on medication for his learning struggles as well, just as James's mom had presumed, and now he was off that too. Now, Bobby has grown to be the same size as James, and they, of course, are the very best of friends. A new boy has moved in down the road. He does not seem to be a very pleasant boy. But at Bible study that morning, James's mom said, Do not look at the external appearances of what a person looks like but rather look at the potential of the heart of that person. And remember that within each and every one, there is the potential of being transformed into the image of God. Now James and Bobby, together, are going to be kind and loving to the new boy down the road, as they choose to look at the potential of what God has placed in his heart, and they hope that he too will come to know his Creator and know all the blessings which await him. Proverbs 3 verse 6 In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths.